0: This session focuses on how we can collect the data and the way we design the study matters. So theme number 10, our last theme. Distinguish between the three types of study designs for collecting data, experiment, observational study, and sample survey, and knowing the scope of interpretation for each design type. So what is an experimental study? This is where a researcher assigns subjects to certain experimental conditions, which we call the treatments, and then observes outcomes on the response variable. The researcher imposes treatments. Random assignment of the subjects to the treatment then allows causal conclusions about the treatment effects. So what is an observational study? Well, here, a researcher simply observes values of the response variable and the explanatory variable for the su- sampled subjects without anything actually being done to the subjects, such as imposing a treatment. In an observational study, causal conclusions cannot be made due to possible lurking variables. We can only observe associations. So, what is a sample survey? Well, a sample survey selects a sample of subjects from a population and collects data from them. Now, keep in mind that a sample survey is a type of observational study, and in many textbooks, a sample survey will be identified as an observational study. However, we like to separate this out because a sample survey actually plays a different role than an observational study. Ideally. In a sample survey, random selection is used, which then tends to produce samples that are representative of the population, and in turn, allows us to generalize our results from the sample to the population. So what is the role of randomization between an experiment and between a sample survey? Well, random selection and randomization play different roles. Random selection of a sample from a population allows the results from the sample to extend to the population. However, in an experiment, random assignment of the subjects to the treatment allows us to make causal conclusions about the treatment effects, but not generalizations to the population unless, of course, the subjects are randomly selected from the population before being randomly assigned in the experiment. So now, as you move forward, keep that statistical problem-solving process at the forefront as you explore different study designs for collecting data. Actually, I'm not at the end. That's okay because I happen to remember this is the last one and there's the follow-up slides. Okay, that's okay. She's fine with it. That. Okay. Can we go back and just start at one of the last ones? Go back and do a pickup. That might be. I forgot to. I forgot that was the last go to the slide, one. Go to the slide where you want to go. Go to the slide you want to go to. Mhm. This one. All the way to the beginning. She wants to redo the whole thing. No. No. I mean, just this vignette. I love it. From can go to the one, yeah, that one. That one? Just pick up from here. Yeah. Okay, he's rolling. We're standing by. In three, Kay. two. So, what is the role of randomization with an experiment versus a sample survey? Well, random selection of a sample from a population allows results from the sample to extend to the population. However, random assignments of the subjects to treatments in an experiment allows causal conclusions about the treatment effects, but not generalizations to the population, unless, of course, the subjects were randomly selected from the population before participating in the experiment. So as you move forward with your final session, keep the statistical problem-solving process at the forefront. But also remember as you conclude, the importance to reflect on the time that you have spent exploring and experiencing the statistical content in practice, as well as the assessment necessary to help our students reason statistically. Utilize the resource list provided, in particular, must have resources for teaching statistics are the following. The Pre-K through 12 Gaze Framework, the ASA Publication Bridging the Gap, the NCTM Essential Understanding Middle and High School books, and finally, I would recommend Statistical Reasoning and Sports. So now, let me say thank you for allowing me to share my passion for the importance of statistics education at K-12. And please remember that it is your belief in the importance of statistical reasoning in the K-12 math curriculum that will allow our students to graduate from high school with foundational statistical reasoning skills, providing them with the tools to make informed decisions in our data-centric world.